The home video update is sponsored by you. Yes, you. Head on over to patreon.com forward slash home video update to join as a patron to unlock exclusive membership benefits. Thank you for supporting the home video update. Hello guys, it's just after 9am on the 30th of September 2022 and I am back. Um, I apologise on Patreon for the lack of an episode last week, um, especially to those guys. I'm thankful for anyone who listens, but those guys are actually throwing money to support the channel and I felt really bad the day that I set aside to actually record the new episode was my only day off and um, I had to work it. So literally, this new job is kicking my ass a little bit, and I haven't had a chance to have time to sit down and actually record a episode. So I do apologize for lack of episode last week. Patreon guys are getting something special that I'm putting together that will only be available to Patreon subscribers. Um, So that should be going up soon. The episode this week will be hopefully not a short one, but it'll be shorter just by the nature that I haven't actually watched anything really. I've watched one single movie and two episodes of a TV show and that is literally it. So what are you watching uh, will be a lot shorter this week because I haven't really seen anything. So the only film I have literally sat down and watched and luckily it was actually a good one that I really enjoyed was um, Confess Fletch, the new Fletch movie. Um I grew up as a big fan of the Fletch movies, Fletch and Fletch Lives. Um, I never read any of the books. I really should get onto that. Um, I'm sure that people are going to tell me that they're amazing. And I know that Kevin Smith wanted to do um, Fletch 1 for quite a long time, at one point with Ben Affleck and one point with Jason Lee. I think we missed out there. I think a Jason Lee Fletch movie would have been literally fantastic. I think he's got the right cocky attitude and the right... He's very like the Chevy Chase version of Fletch. Um, but this was really good. I thought John Hamm was fantastic. It was well written. Um, Greg Minola, who directed it, did also um, Superbad um, and Adventureland. Adventureland's one of my favorite films. Um, I wish more people had seen it. It's one of the only films I really love Kirsten Stewart in. Um, um, what was that film? Underwater? That was pretty good. Um, but I don't think she's, I think she's rather stilted and doesn't really smile much. And this was actually well done. It also, the film that made me really like and notice Ryan Reynolds. Um, yeah, I think it was a great little film and, um, the sensibilities are put into this. It's kind of a low stakes, very eighties. Actually, if this released in 1984 and was available on a VHS at the local place when Fletch and Fletch Lives was about. I I could see that. It feels like a very low-key, low-stakes 80s thriller. Well, not a thriller either. I suppose it is in a way. But a comedy. It's um, fun and it's light and it's breezy. It's well-written. It's um, lightly directed. 
Yeah, I think it was great. Um, and no one's really seeing it because Paramount sent it to die. They put it on streaming the same day they put it out in very few cinemas in the States. It didn't come out in the UK at all, I'm pretty sure. Uh, I had to go to the various means to see it because I really want to see it without having the ending spoiled. Because, like I said, I haven't read the books, so um, I wouldn't know what happened in any of the books or what happened in the story. So I think it's good. I think if you have a chance to watch um, Confess Fletch, watch it. Especially if you like the earlier ones. If you think you didn't want to watch it because um, it's going to be a front to the Chevy Chase ones. I mean, Fletch Lives wasn't even based on a book. It was just a script about Fletch. It was nothing to do with it. Um, I think it's worth watching. I think it's really fun, really light, really breezy, really really well made. Cast is great. Um, there's a lot of madman cast in it, which is, you know, John Hamm being Fletch. Um, makes sense. I wish he had an Astromo hat, though. That was the one thing. Because, obviously, he walked around in his Nostromo hat for some weird reason in Fletch. I don't know why there was an alien reference in Fletch, but, hey, there it is. Um, yeah, so that's the only thing I've actually watched um, this week. I've also watched the first two episodes of Andor, new Star Wars TV show. Oh, my God. You know, I mean, I need to get this up because I was looking last night. I know Tony Gilroy did Michael Clayton, which I absolutely love. Um but it's amazing how much he saved little things. I knew he became like the fixer. Um, I know he worked on the first Bourne and he fixed a lot of what happened there because I know Doug Lyman's made some amazing films. I really like Doug Lyman, especially Swingers and um, Edge of Tomorrow and things like this. So, you know, he's he's done some really, really good things. But I know he's had problems with his films is probably the easiest way to put it. Um not, you know, least of all Jumper and things like this. So if I get his thing up, because he's done a lot of uncredited work. Um, so director, he's only directed three films, um, all of which I actually like. Uh, Michael Clayton, obviously, as I just said, really love that film. Duplicity, I own that on Blu-ray and I'm pretty sure I saw it in the cinema, but I can't remember anything about it. I always get it confused with The International. Um, just because of Clive Owen, I think. So I'm going to have to watch that again. I might watch that today. And The Bourne Legacy, which I've mentioned before. Um, I think it's absolutely fantastic. I think it's one of the best Bourne movies. Um, like, really, really exceptionally good. Um, it's a good little thriller. I think it's closer to what I would expect from the series than where... Um, Oh, I was saying Paul Greengrass took it. And look what Paul and Paul Greengrass's career. Um, he made that Green Zone film with Damon. I quite like Green Zone. I haven't watched it since it came out, but I quite liked it. Um, but as a writer, he made Extreme Measures. Um, I'm just cherry picking ones I kind of remember like here. Devil's Advocate, Advocate Armageddon, which obviously 45,000 people wrote that movie. Proof of Life, a film only me and my brother like. And Russell Crowe, Meg Ryan film, became more famous for the fact that she left Dennis Quaid for Russell Crowe on that movie. He wrote all of the Bourne movies, apart from the shitty new one. What was the new one called? Jason Bourne. God, that was a terrible movie. Um, what else? Nightcrawler. Oh, he's producer on Nightcrawler. I like Nightcrawler. And he is, he is down as the writer of Rogue One. Now, Rogue One is contentious, obviously. Um, because, well, 
Gary Witter wrote the original screenplay. Gary Witter, uh, for people who don't know him, is um, an ex-writer for one of the P- uh, UK PC gaming magazines. Um, if it's either PC Zone or PC Gamer. Um, the same as Charlie Brooker, who did Black Mirror, was from PC Zone. I think he was PC Gamer then, if he wasn't PC Zone. I used to read his stuff on there all the time um, as a kid, and I quite liked his writing. He had a nice little style. And then he became involved in quite a few other little things like gaming, writing and things like this. And he wrote Rogue One. Um, Then it got very much saved. And from, well, if you, he was uncredited director of the reshoots on that movie because the same with, I'm pretty sure it was not all of um, the movies um the gareth evans is it gareth evans or gareth edwards there's two of them i keep getting confused one did the raid one did godzilla the godzilla one he did uncredited reshoots on that as well i'm pretty sure i can't find any reference to here on his uh no there is no reference to it on his wikipedia page but i know he definitely did a lot more saving shall we say of certain things um and he came in and did the reshoots of rogue one he re-edited it and got it to the film that i really really like rogue one i think it's great and now he's doing andor um oh he also was in credited writing on um enemy of the state um the amazing tony scott film but yes, yeah, so um, I I like it because I like what Tony Gilroy did with Star Wars. I like that he's done it pretty much all with real sets. Um, and he hasn't pushed it so it's gotten weird and, you know, all the... Um, I think that the, um, the volume, as they call it, is fantastic. And it's a great idea to get more out of a budget, which is fantastic. Um... But yeah, it's 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 pretty good so far. I've only watched the first two episodes. I'm going to take it slowly. Um, I think it's obviously world building and building these things up, which is great. Um, but yeah, I, I'm quite I'm quite sold out. I think it's a good looking show. I think it's well written so far. It's plotting out a mystery. It's going to be two seasons leading into. I always your podcast. I do apologize. I haven't had any caffeine today apart from the cherry pepsi max that i'm having which isn't high in caffeine um yeah so i'm i'm hopeful for it i think the two series leading to rogue one he'll build that world he'll build the the beginning of the empire and he'll build the beginning of the rebellion as well through these characters and i think so far it's putting out something that could be quite interesting and i'm i'm really looking forward to where it's going so we'll go straight on to news um, one of these I'll save to the end because it's going to fold into the main topic more than anything else. Um, so, yeah, here we go then. There's been quite a lot. Obviously, I've not recorded an episode in a week, so I'm going to fly through some of these. Um, and I've cherry-picked some bits and bobs. So, we've got Rocky and Rocky 2 that showed up on, I think it was Amazon in the UK. No more than just the first two. Um and apparently they hit the market, oh my god, yawning, in February 2023. There's no details about them at all. 
Um, Rocky Four had a 4K remaster because of the new cut that he did, um, which I'm not. I'm not a fan of. We need both versions of that because I, it, it's all right. It's it's not a bad version. I think the color timing was weird. I think that taking out the robot was stupid. It was a pro- product of its time, and it should be left where it is. I think it's much better being literally what it was when you first saw it. Um, the first one I saw in the cinema was either four or five. I can't remember which one. But it's... Um, they're Rocky movies. I'll find more. I think I do think I am on the record as saying Rocky 2 is the worst one. I think it's worse than five. The problem with it is it's the rematch movie, and it's literally a remake of the first film. That's what annoys me about it. It's like... Hey, we've got to go see the priest. Hey, we've got to do a training. Hey, Mickey doesn't believe me. Hey, this is going on. Hey, that needs... And it's it's just... It's a very safe sequel. Um, which is something you used to get then all the time. You still get now. Um, I just think it's a bit too safe. I don't think it goes anywhere it could have gone. I think three with its ideas of... It going to his head and getting lazy. And then him getting pushed to... You know go for it. Well, no, it's Rocky Five, you know, but him getting pushed to do something new and keep things going makes it more interesting. Four, obviously, is is fantastic. It's it's excess. It's got the brilliant Vince Tacola soundtrack, which I love as a big fan of Transformers, the movie. It's, it's fantastic. It's a great event movie. It tells a story it needs to tell. It tells it well, and it's fun. Five, yeah, all right, it's bad. It tries to ground it in more in reality. It just basically did what Rocky Balboa did before Rocky Balboa. And he went back to John G. Alveson. And obviously there's the director's cut out there, the work print, which I need to find at some point and sit down and watch. I think I've got a copy of it, actually. Um, and see what the differences are. But look, I can still watch the occasional lace disc if it's the only way to watch a film like Slipstream or whatever else or a special cut of something. Uh, my TV holds up fine with Laserdisc, but VHS rips of stuff on a like a 4K calibrated, but that, no, I, it, it, it pushes a bit too far. Um, maybe if I get on a plane or a train or something and put it on my tablet, it's probably a good shout, but that's a higher resolution screen as it is. Um, so yeah, Rocky 1 and Rocky 2, February, down for that. They finally confirmed Reservoir Dogs. Um, talked about it i think in the last episode the still book it's an interesting idea that doesn't work the normal covers fine it looks like ocean's 11 um stop yawning um it doesn't do anything amazing but the only thing i care about in this is the fact that there's no 2.0 um dolby soundtrack which is a shame i mean it's got 5.1s the same 5.1 mix they've had for years fine i mean it's it's not ideal um there's no real new extras no new anything exciting but i we need a new master the master that's out there now the blu-ray master with the gray blacks and the horrible bleeding colors and just wishy-washy it looks like it just looks terrible i don't know what vintage it's from what it was scanned on it just looks shit so i'm hoping they go back and actually do a decent um, like restoration of it, not restoration it doesn't need restoration. Um, rescan of it because it it desperately needs a new master. Um, it just looked terrible, and that's the problem with it. It's not much, so much that you know. 
it's not a disaster like Terminator 2 um, on most formats or whatever else. It's it's fine. You can sit there and watch Reservoir Dogs if you want to watch it. But it's a film that, for its historical nature and how much of a Tarantino head I was when that film came out and how hyped I was and it was all I'd talk about or think about, it deserves something else. I think Pulp Fiction's a slightly better movie. Um, but it's... I mean, that's coming out as well, as far as we know. It hasn't been officially confirmed. I mean, it keeps getting listed places, but I mean, there's something there, obviously. It wouldn't just come out of nowhere. Um, the I've accidentally closed that thing. Let's get that back up. Bear with me. Have my news already in a little nice little thing all ready to read, and I just closed it, so I'm going to have to reopen that there it is there we go um scream 2 finally absolutely completely confirmed quite a nice looking still book it's all right normal looking i'll pick up the normal release to match my normal release of scream 1 nothing new on it nothing exciting um i think the first one had that weird paramount look their weird 4k look where it's a bit blurry strange funny looking um yeah, the colours looking a bit weird. I did start with The Breakfast Club on Blu-ray. It was the first Paramount 4K Master that looked a bit strange, a bit pastel and with weird motion artefacts. Not like compression artefacts, but weird like ghosting, trailing, strangeness. So I don't know where that's coming from. Um, it is a little bit strange. I'm not sure where or what happens with that or where it all came from, but it must be whoever they're using for the mastering. Um, it's got the commentary on it, delete scenes, outtakes, the masterpiece, screen video, and things like this. I mean, it's it's got stuff. It's just doesn't have anything exciting and new. I mean, obviously, with Wes being sadly passed, um, we can't get anything new from him. And obviously, this was the end of his and Wes, him and, oh, God, Ken Williamson's like directing, sort of writing joint um, until Cursed. Um, and we all know about Cursed being a disaster. Not that it's, it is bad, but, you know, the whole, the Weinstein's fucking it over as they did with many things. I love Scream 2. Uh, not as much as the first one. I know a lot of people prefer it. I think it is great. Um, it's a very good film. But... I like the whole. I like the whole series. I I've always liked the screen movies. The first one was a revelation to me when I first saw it in the cinema. It was the first laserdisc I ever bought. Um, still, obviously missing that unrated director's cut on the 4K and the Blu-ray, which is just stupid. I know I've got my own version. I've got like three copies on laserdisc. I've got the PAL laserdisc, which is obviously the cut version and PAL. That's sealed, I think. Um, I've got the Obviously, the first I used to have bought, which is the Dolby Digital unrated version. I've got the DTS version as well. Um, same with two. I've got all three versions, the PAL, the NTSC Dolby and NTSC DTS version. Um, I think that's sealed as well. Um, yeah, I think my Scream 2 is so sealed, actually. Um, yeah, so it's it's kind of cool. Um have these i want screen three on lace disc but i'm not paying those prices if we're gonna find a cheap version on the japanese lace disc let me know because i would be up for that 
I'll pick it up because it's Scream, because it's great. Um, I don't have much hope for the way that these lovely people at Paramount put their stuff together. I don't think it's very good looking. I don't know what they're doing. It just looks weird and strange and doesn't really work for me. It's strange. But yeah, I'll I'll pick it up because, you know, being a Scream fan is... It's hard sometimes because it gets forgotten for like a few years and then they make another one and then it gets forgotten for a few years and then it gets forgotten and blah, 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 blah. Um, next, we have two ViaVision slash imprint. Oh, no, it's an umbrella of one. Oh, no. Yeah, umbrella. Yeah, I'll oh, shut up. I have had no sleep. Just to let everyone know. I've been working solid. The minute I had a 10 minutes, I've sat down to do the podcast because I feel that guilty about not doing it. Um, and literally I haven't had anything to eat today. I've had, actually had three like cookies for breakfast, like white chocolate and cranberry cookies. Cause you know, healthy. So from umbrella, we have the box of Burt, which is the best thing ever. The man, the myth, the mustache. Um, it's a box set that contains the cannibal run. Great film. Cannibal run two, less great film. Best little whorehouse in Texas. That's eh, all right. Stoker Ace, which is fun, but not very good. And The Man Who Loved Women, which is is pretty good. Um, it's not Blake Edwards' finest by a long way. Um, but this box looks so good. It's got a box of Burt Vintage ad cards, two reversal posters, musky, sexy Burt air freshener. Share the Burt with Honk If You Love Burt bumper sticker and booklet, the book of Burt and more. This looks great. This is something you want on your shelf just to confuse like the people that come in your house and like, what the hell? I am tempted to pick it up just because after reviews, um, I'm ne- not happy with any of the releases of the Cannibal Run movies. Um, I wish they weren't packaged in one box as well. I wish they were separate, but it does come with reversible posters for one and two. And I'm hoping, I, I know it won't be, that the two reversible posters on one side has Cannibal Run one and the other poster has Cannibal Run two and it's not both Cannibal Runs on both sides because I'd like to have both the Cannibal Run posters up because um, Juice Juzan did some amazing work on those and I think they're well worth celebrating. But I think that's a fun little thing. Um, I don't know how much it is. Let's see if I can find out how much it is. Not easily... I imagine it's going to be reasonably expensive for all those, especially getting them from Australia. But I think it's quite a fun looking thing. More exciting, though, is what Imprint, and that's where I got Imprint from, got it on the brain, are putting out. So we have their new releases for December. And it's it's Sod's Law, isn't it? So we have the Killer Elite. Um, Like I said in the last um, episode, I watched the Killer Elite the other day, but the film with Jason Statham, Rob De Niro, that has nothing to do with the Killer Elite, um, apart from the name is exactly the same. Um, it's got two different cuts by the looks of it. Let's have a look. Yeah, original version. Um, and it also has the alternative theatrical cut. I don't know enough about Killer Elite to know what the difference is. I'm sure Downfall Idolistic Crusader will come out and tell me exactly because he knows this stuff um way better than i do um 
But it's got a ton of extras and a ton of new extras as well, which is fantastic, and two cuts, which is great. It's something that I would like to pick up. Um, I'm starting to really like it, Print. After getting uh, things to do with your day and things like this, um, I think it's kind of it's kind of the way to go for this stuff. I mean, I've been importing more recently. I mean, I've been using Amazon Italy for like the Eagle releases and things like this, but I recently got um, Godzilla, the, well, weird, the, the Tony Gilroy saved version um, on the 4K Steelbook because it was really cheap, even though the Steelbook came absolutely destroyed and Amazon won't sort it out. Um, and I got open range and a weird cardboard box um, release, which is disgustingly shit so i need to find a way of printing a decent cover for that and working it in a nice like um, proper amray box because it, it looks like crap um and things doing dead me dead i haven't actually spun it yet but it looks great so we'll have sod's law because i watched it the other day the eagle has landed um gorgeous looking box with reversible art um both original posters and a lovely looking slipcase which is great we have two versions of the film, which is, again, fantastic. Um, the original theatrical version and the extended version. Where this will be a copy of what Scream Factory, uh, Shout Factory, whatever they're called, did, I'm not sure. Um, someone who knows more will be able to tell me. But it's got a new audio commentary, new interview with Kim, Kim Newman. I like Kim Newman from the Empire Days. And a video essay on John Sturgis by Daniel Kremler. Yeah. Um, and a lot of other extras, which I'm pretty sure were on the Shout Factory version. So that's pretty cool. I'm actually tempted to pick that up because that is quite a fun film. And we also have Burn, Marlon Brando movie. Again, two different cuts, which is pretty fantastic that they're doing this for all these movies. Um, so you've got the English export cut and the restored director's cut in Italian as well. Th- these, are, these are pretty cool that, you know, imprint are putting money into these things. Um, whether they're going to carry on with some of the, I think it's the same as Arrow. You do one for them and one for, you know, the cheap seats. Same as Criterion, you know. You do one for them, one for us. You know, it's it's kind of the way you do it. Um, and some of them are like big names to sell, obviously, and some of them are like preserving. <coughs> we also have Fear is the Key, um, which a film I don't know a lot about. I've heard the name but never seen it. Don't know anything about it, really. Uh, more features to be announced. That's obviously a bit of an early shout. Uh, Porkchop Hill, which is a film I haven't seen in a very long time. Um, you had a commentary on it as well. Only one version of the film, probably because there's only one version of the film. Great, great, great art on that as well. That's a really, 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 really good looking thing. Um, a Rage to Live. A film I've not even heard of, actually. Um, I'm sure that's sacrilege. Um, but yeah, it's, again, new special features. I love when they do that. Viavision is really, really, really cool um, in what they're picking and putting out because it's kind of rare that there isn't something I'm interested in. Now, they haven't always pulled off the quality, shall we say. Um, I know there's been issues with encodes or issues with... Um, like the quality of some of the extras or things like this. It's the same as like 101 films where their Johnny Mnemonic was a disaster. Absolutely terrible looking. But 
you know, some of their other films actually come out quite well. Um, same as their version of FX and FX2. Uh, the first one, I think both of them might be actually, are 1080i. Whereas Scream put, Scream, Shout, whatever, put out like full 1080p versions. It's really strange. Um, but it all depends what they got the rights to. It all depends what they can get hold of. The problem with these things is it's all rights issues. And it's what they can and can't get hold of, what they do and don't have the rights to, what they can and can't afford to put out. It's it's a real, I don't know, it's a real hard thing to balance and bounce off, really. Um, but it's just it's just one of those things. It's just a bit weird. So, inspired by a purchase I made. Now, I'm very much, at the moment, a wait-and-see type person. I don't believe in pre-ordering. I think it's absolutely stupid. Um, I don't care if you get a free rolled-up poster from Shout Factory. It, you know, if you pre-order or you get a slipcase, what else? If it's something that is definitely limited, definitely you have to pre-order. You're not going to get it anywhere else. Yet, yeah, fine. I get it. Cool. Go with that all day long. That's fine. I have no issue with that. Um, but this film, I jumped on the minute I could. And this has inspired this week's topic. Now, this week's topic is going to be a lot bigger. And this is the type of thing that will cause, hopefully, people to, you know, leave comments on the Patreon or leave comments on the um, YouTube version or anywhere else um, and say what they would want as well. Because the topic this week is films, and I've picked 10 because there's probably a lot more, I tried to narrow it down, and disappointingly, it's kind of leaning one way, which is really annoying to me. Um, films that I want on 4K, not Blu-ray, because Blu-ray, Blu-ray's fine, but it's kind of like last year's format to me now. I'll still buy Blu-ray, still buy a lot. Like I say I bought, you know, Open Range the other day because it's the best way of getting it. So I want these movies in 4k now it goes without saying i want a decent restoration or retransfer i want original audio i want you know i want it to look good i don't want it to turn up like terminator 2 or any other of these disasters i want it to look good so let's take that out the window and just say look all these have to look good and it's inspired by a film that i pre-ordered the second i could and it's a bit disturbing looking around well, not disturbing but a bit strange looking around all the forums i've looked at this morning since i realized it was available and seeing people going for the different covers so the film is no escape aka escape from absalom um the martin campbell film i have loved this movie since i rented it first on vhs um i believe it's straight to vhs in the uk um i rented it the first day it came out near enough for some reason i think it was shown on movies games and tv or whatever it's called, the old ITV show, and there were clips of it everywhere. And obviously from the producer of The Terminator and Aliens was Gail Ann Hurd, and I'm like, oh, cool. And I liked Ray Liotta back then, and, you know, R.O.P. It was like, oh, wow, that's really cool. I'll look at the cover, it looks really neat. It's a sci-fi movie, that sounds really cool. And I rented it and fell in love with it. Um, I've got the Laserdisc, I had the VHS, I haven't got it on DVD and I don't have it on Blu-ray, which is really good because Turbine Media, now 
turbine can either be the best thing ever or they can upscale stuff put a sharpening filter on it and call it a day and just sell it in media books they can either be absolute dog shit or they can be the best it's really fucking frustrating because they get all these movies that i really want and i want it to be good so on the 7th of October, 2022, which is like right around the bloody corner, which is kind of scary. I haven't just realized this now. I brought it straight away. They're doing three media books, three covers for No Escape. I ordered cover C because that was the original poster art. It was pretty much the original um, VHS cover or like posters that I'd seen of it. It also has the original title in the UK, which is No Escape from the Penal Colony. Um, most people are going for cover B, which is the thing I don't get. Um, that's obviously the more generic American art, pretty much. Um, with a weird pixelated cover and him with a weird rocket launchery gun thing. Um, but it's just called No Escape, which I've never known the film as that. I've always known it's No Escape from the Penal Colony. Um, Flute Absalom, or Escape from Absalom, I'm guessing it is, which is the the main cover a version which has the most printings which is what it was called um in germany and everywhere else i'm pretty sure the australian one i think umbrella put out was called escape from absalom um so i think that sort of covers over it is in 4k which is great it has new extras which is insane so i don't know where they got these from so Director No Escape, Martin Campbell. Um, Gail Heard discusses a genre of gems. These are like half an hour each. Um, the cinematography of No Escape. Stunt work, um, which is 46 minutes. Um, the pen work of No Escape HD. I don't know what that's about. That's a weird thing. The making No Escape vintage featurette, promo featurette, trailers and TV spots. Um I mean, that's, that's amazing. I mean, it's one of these things that I think would never come out. Um, also, they're doing everything else right. So it has English, Dolby Atmos, uh, Oro 13.1, uh, and DTS Stereo. Yes, fantastic. It's got the stereo soundtrack. That's great. It's like Johnny Mnemonic that they put out, you know, that I think is probably the best disc you can buy of Johnny Mnemonic because, you know, I'm an idiot who likes Johnny Mnemonic. In that it has all those stupid other versions um but it didn't have the original soundtracks you're stuck with dolby atmos which is fine um it's not a terrible remix as remixes goes but it's got the dts stereo on there which is so cool i'm just i'm you can tell i'm hyped about this i mean these this is a film that you know i got a readout from a message i put on facebook on the weekly planet podcast about i think they were talking about martin campbell coming back for um like the new Bond, um, so we could reboot it again. And it's like I've said before, and I've said again, it's like for every No Escape, there's a Congo. For every first Zorro movie, there's a shit second Zorro movie. For every, you know, um, Goldeneye, there's the Foreigner. You know, he's not... He's not and never has been a consistent director. Um... For every Edge of Tomorrow, well, actually, both versions of Edge of Tomorrow are fine. Not Edge of Tomorrow, that's the thing. It's, um, oh, what is it? It's the, oh, it became, it was an original TV show that became the Mel Gibson, um, remake. It begins with E. Um, 
Martin Campbell, Mel Gibson, Edge of Darkness. There you go. Yeah, it's an original TV show that was remade by Campbell himself um, into that um, Edge of Darkness film, which I quite like both of them, to be fair, as you know, as much as you could ever be a Gibson fan in 2022, like vocally. Um, yeah, um, Campbell is hit and miss, but I, I really love No Escape. I don't know what it is about it. I watched it again recently. Um, I had to download a rip because it's not available anywhere. And I kept missing and wouldn't pay the stupid amount of money people wanted for it. Um, and I watched it and it's still fun. It's still great. It still holds up well. It's great Saturday afternoon, like brain drain entertainment. It's there's some, nothing wrong with that. Um, and I think that it getting a chance is fantastic. In it, you know, Look. It might be the existing master upscaled with a sharpening filter on like they did with American Whale for London and a few other discs that, you know, various people like Arrow being big babies have thrown them under the bus for. I think Arrow, I think, sort your own shit out, like your terrible quality control at the moment, and then you can start throwing shade. But at the moment, you're just a Zavi wannabe subsidiary. It's just no thanks. Anyway, so this basically led me into... And I've split them up into two sets of five. The 10 movies that I really, really want on 4K. So like I say, not upscaled, not this, not that. I want the best version of it, whether it's, you know, if it has to be upscaled, if it's a film that shot 1080p or a film that was shot on DV cam. So look at like 28 days later. I'd, I'd love the 28 movies. You know, both of them come out in 4K. But there's probably limits to how good 28 days later can look so maybe stick with the blu-ray but there could be something they could do with ai or whatever else so let's just assume these are the best versions ever you know that you can get from a proper remaster so we'll start in with mike's favorite film of all time for the people who don't know this and i harp on about it plenty um, it has to be Michael Mann's Thief. It's it's just perfection. Um, I have most releases on HD and Laserdisc and things like that, DVD. Um, Criterion did what Mann wanted, which was let him recut it again, let him colour it the world's crappiest till colour grade. It looks like shit. Arrow, thank God, got hold of the old HDTV master with their original two-disc set. And put out both versions, which is great. Thank God for Arrow. But he's been recutting that movie forever. The Laserdisc had, or the second Laserdisc, director's special edition Laserdisc, had a new cut of it. So he's been cutting that movie forever. But this really needs the original colour timing. Um, It needs to be scanned from the negative, retimed to match what it should have looked like. Probably from a release print would be the best way. Um, the original soundtrack, obviously, the original cut. Hey, look, put a deluxe set out with all the cuts. Come on, Criterion, put money where your mouth is, put every single cut on like four discs or something like that. They won't, they're Criterion, they'll shove it on one disc and have the horrible tilled color time. They're too scared to go against director's wishes. So, you watch, that'll be exactly what it is. It's the best movie ever made, in my opinion. I think it, there's nothing wrong with it. It's gorgeous, it looks great. It's got a great feel. It was only when I sat down and watched Drive in the cinema. I was like, oh my God, they made Thief, but about car racing. 
that's amazing you know not car racing but you know car heists um it's that look and feel it's like even the title the way it comes up it's like nicholas renner just sat there and watched thief and went i can do that and he kind of got pretty close i love drive i've got to watch that 4k actually it might be on today tomorrow's list um but yeah it's it's a fantastic movie and i think it should be on 4k i prefer criterion didn't i prefer arrow did and they actually demonstrate and put their money where their mouth is and show that they can go back like they did with that the original version with the two discs and release both cuts it would cost a lot because you've got to get mgm to go and get both cuts um and rescan the original in 4k which i don't think they will like i really don't think they will um in any way shape or form actually um but it'd be lovely to see and it's one that i would buy in a heartbeat one of my other films that is in my top five that it rotates between top five and top ten i'm terrible at putting numbers on things because things change all the time with moods or whatever else and it's a film that i could watch forever i saw it in the cinema when it came out the weekend it came out um and loved it ever since um uh, it's sneakers phil Lord robertson sneakers it's a perfect movie um uh, absolutely perfect and now penumbria pictures put out a new release it was the old um master which is an old old hgtv master i've got the uk blu-ray and i've got that new version from them and that's the best version it's got most of the extras and things like this it's the best version you can currently get of it it can and will look better it's a universal movie so depending on their rights maybe someone like an arrow could actually get it and put it out there's no reason they couldn't they work with universal all the time universal could do it they put out 4ks they probably have a dtsx remix for no fucking reason but they could do it that is one of my favorite movies i think it is fantastic i think it's well made i think it actually looks good for what it is um and the James Horner score, God almighty. Imagine that with the original sound mix, completely like uncompressed sound mix with that James Horner score with Brad, Bradford Marcellus. It's breathtaking, that score. I I love Sneakers. It is great. Um, it's one of these films I can watch again and again and again and again and again and again. On any format, I've got the Japanese Lasis, I've got the American Lasis, got the DVD... Um, got both Blu-rays. Well, I could just watch it again and again and again and never gets old. I can always sit there and watch it and go, yeah, that's great. I can always laugh at the jokes, always smile at certain bits. It's it's a perfectly made movie. And I wish he did more. Um, obviously, you know, people would say Field of Dreams is probably his best film. I, I don't think it is. I think this is. Um, and it deserves it deserves a place on my 4K shelf. Now, I'm going to get these two out of the way now because it's just going to fester otherwise and they're going to be on everyone's list and i kind of annoyed they're on my list because I don't think James Cameron has done anything good since his script for Strange Days. Titanic, I think, is terrible. I don't like Titanic. I haven't since I saw it in the cinema. Um, it just doesn't do anything for me. Fine if you like it. Um, never an issue with someone liking something. But it doesn't work for me. Never has. Just never has. Um, Avatar, I own like four versions of on Blu-ray. It's okay. It's a terrible script. 
it's the FX are what leads that movie, and it's basically people saying about oh the prequels, the prequels are absolute shit, which I think mostly are, um, and it's all CG over anything else, and it's all effects, and there's no story. But then Avatar's fine. Avatar's got no story. It's got story that's cribbed from another fifteen different movies. It's not original. It's not anything else. It's kind of just there. It's like oh yeah, we have to have a script to make this work. It's it's not like Terminator 2, where it had a reason to exist. I think Cameron should never write alone. I think Terminator 2 works because William Wisher was involved. Terminator 2 is the second best Terminator movie, um, for me, anyway. So it's like... I'll, I'm, do you know what? I wasn't going to lump these together. I split them up. But I'm going to lump them all together. So there's three films. So the first one I want on 4K is The Terminator, the best Terminator movie. Um, when I saw The Guest, um, the Dan Stevens movie, I loved it because they made a Terminator sequel. Because the original Terminator was about an unstoppable killing machine. It was a thriller. And then it became an action sci-fi blockbuster in the second one. Now, that's not to say the second one isn't good. I'd kill for a gorgeous, grainy, beautiful version of the second one on 4K. Not going to happen, though. We're going to stick with this existing master for a while. Until they realise, yeah, we can make money, more money by selling it again with the remastered version, as they've always done with Terminator films. But I want the Terminator, the original Terminator. I want the Terminator with extras, deleted scenes, all the extra bump. I want the original colour timing, not the... Re- it's the same as Thief. It's just no... It's just a filter slapped on top. There's no thought about where light comes from or what it does in a scene. There's no thought about refraction or reflection or anything else. It's just, let's make it all till. That's not what it looks like. It was a blue movie. All Cameron's movies are blue, especially at night. But it didn't look like that. We've seen enough print scans to know what the Terminator and Terminator 2 look like. Um, and same with Terminator 2. You look at the, scree- the original Squeeze Lays disc, which I will keep saying is the best version of Terminator 2 on home video because it's the most. It's a release print. They scanned it. Just bloody is. It looks great. Um, and same with the release prints that are floating around of Terminator 2. It just doesn't look like that. The versions that get put out officially, even though this was an official proper version, and Cameron was a perfectionist back then, he changed his mind. People change their mind, especially when they've got money and they've got power, and they get into the point where people want what they want. And times change, their minds change, and all their films start looking the same retroactively. So yes, I do want The Terminator. It is the best Terminator movie. It is lean, it's mean, it's the least bloated Cameron has ever been. It is literally, let's do it, guerrilla filmmaking, let's make it. It cuts along at a great pace, it's fantastic. That's not to say bloated Cameron isn't bad, because I want the abyss. Everyone wants the abyss. You know, I've worn out my laser discs of it, I've worn out my DVD, literally, my DVD of the abyss. I've got the PAL version, which has got the cool slipcase they did for a while with the original poster art. I think it was the 20th Century Fox anniversary editions. I've got the two disc and the jumbo cases that Fox did for a while. Um, and annoyingly, the inner ring has snapped on the DVD because those cases were harder than the DVD plastic. Now, that's not a problem necessarily because it's on the second disc, which is the extras disc. It is a problem because the extras is what I watch the most because Under Pressure, The Making of the Abyss is the one of the best ever making ofs 
of a movie. It's fantastic. I love movie making of sometimes more than the movies. Heart of Darkness is amazing. Um, the beginning, making episode one, you know, all these things, they are fantastic. And I love them, especially with Trouble Productions. I think they're fantastic. And I think they're really, really interesting to see. Um, so it's kind of cool to see what's going on and what's happening when this stuff shows up, if you see what I mean. Um, it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of weird to see these films that made a lot of money. And obviously the Fox merger with Disney came about and it's kind of difficult because what you're meant to do, you know, it, it's, yeah, you're between a rock and a hard place. Plus Cameron being a perfectionist and having the sign off on all the transfers and masters and all this other stuff. Yes, that's an issue as well. I understand why they're not immediately available however there has been plenty of versions of the abyss that have been available so for example there's the original hgtv airing that was um open map mostly um grotty horrible looking really early hgtv master i've got a copy of that the transport stream it's it's not very good then they released the director's cut version, which looks a bit better. Again, very early HD. I mean, HD is what, what it is. I saw a meme the other day, which was 720p in 2008, and it looked crisp and amazing, and 720p in 2022, and it looks like the worst VHS ever. And it's true. Our perception of these things changes over time. And looking at the abyss on those original transport streams when you had your first HDV would have been... Well, mind-blowing to me, you know, my Sony rear projection 720p 1080i TV was amazing. And watching the abyss on that and this big 42 inches, was like, wow, this is so cool. But now on my 55-inch OLED, it just, it doesn't hold up, funnily enough. You know, these things change. So it's, it's, it's not, it's right that these things move and, you know, taste change and people get, more savvy about these things is probably the best way of putting it so i want the abyss i want both cuts of it i want it left alone by captain teal i know there is a newer version i think it's the theatrical cut only which is an hdtv master again i think it was stars or epics or someone else in the u.s broadcast it and everyone ripped it and it's pretty darn good for remaster but i think it's officially signed off because it never came out the abyss would be great as would the last great thing that Cameron directed in my eyes, which is True Lies. I like True Lies. It's a mean, nasty, spirited film. For someone who gets divorced a lot, you can tell that he has a certain view on women at the time he gets divorced. And it's got that Temple of Doomy thing where it's a little bit depressed and a little bit ragey. Um, and that kind of works a little bit. As remakes go, it takes it in a different direction. It's the start of him going... I could do what with effects, you know, and really pushing out. It is very bloated again. It's probably could do with half an hour being chopped out of it. But my God, is it fun, you know, and the Bradford Elf scores great. And it's, it's so, it's, it's true lies. You know, it was the demo thing. I still demo it now. When I set up a new sound system or I move something around or buy new speakers, I put on the bridge attack scene, whether it's on the laser disc or one of the many HGTV rips again, there's open map versions of it with a new master. There's the older ones. There's a D theater rip that got shoved on a pirated um, Blu-ray in Spain that everyone went mad for. And it's like, oh, it is available. No, it's not. It's a pirate with the original um, 
D theater like HD thing with, I think it's just got the 5.1 track off that. Um, obviously, there's the cinema DTS that's around that's been ripped. It'll be a version of it. If I watch True Lies, I'll watch it now. I can go watch it now in HD. It looks fine. It's a dated master. The sound still kicks ass because obviously it does. The panning of the missiles in that. Oh, God, it's so good. It uses all the speakers really well. Obviously, a new version will probably have a stupid Dolby Atmos remix that's needless and teal everywhere. It's a very blue movie anyway. It always was, especially, again, at night. He lights everything with like the blue lights. That's what Cameron always did. Because um, night is blue, apparently. Um, so it's it's a good-looking movie that should look amazing and sound amazing. And again, I want original audio. I want the original color timing, and I want I want it left alone. Um, the whole thing about you know won't do True Lies too because terrorists weren't funny anymore. A lot of people didn't think terrorists were funny, you know. But you can make jokes about a lot of things, and I think time has passed, and maybe. It depends how Avatar 2 is received. If Avatar 2 received really well and everyone thinks it's great again, it makes $7 billion, then I think it'll push this away. I think if he wants the goodwill, I think if Avatar 2 gets bad reviews and it gets less money than the first one took, I think that a lot of people will want reminding who James Cameron is. And that's where he may push the Terminator through Warner Brothers slash Amazon now, MGM to get it out um same with true lies in the abyss it might be a goodwill gesture to say hey remember what i made movies people like this is this is the abyss of true lies these are good and he's right they are um and i'll also lump this in as well even though it doesn't really deserve it because he had some input on it and he had something to do with the script is near dark Catherine biglow's movie Another film that I will watch the DVD on before I watch the Blu-ray. Uh, my latest disc is a Taiwanese one, I think, and it's, it's all right. Um, because the Blu-ray's covered it in DNR, it looks terrible. Um, it's really unwatchable for me. It's horrible looking. So I, I want that again as well. I think a 4K version of that. Now we've got Lost Boys as well. It's a great companion piece. It's a lot more nihilistic and bleak, um, but it's such a good movie. And the cast is great, um, especially now we've lost Paxton. And they're not getting any younger. I mean, Lance Henriksen, Henriksen's not going to get any younger, is he? So get it out now, whether it's through, like, Studio Canal. I think the rumours they had a new master of it or Shout slash, slash Scream or I don't care, Imprint, whoever's going to put it out. You know, let the Milkman put it out. Just all these films, I really want to come out. I mean, it's weird that there are these certain films that either didn't sell well enough or they've lost public consciousness or the guy's too busy making 17 Avatar movies or whatever it is to get them out. It doesn't take that long to watch your movie. You know, if you want to sit there and sit, sit there and go through it, set a day aside and just do it. You know, how many times is he on a plane, James Cameron? He can't just sit there on a plane and, you know, watch True Lies, you know, the new master on a tablet or something. I'm sure he can. Get a calibrated tablet. Someone will make you one. You're James Cameron. You know, sit there and watch it on that and go, yeah, that's good. Or no, that's bad. Or here are my notes. Change this. You're not sitting on a 17-hour plane ride, you know, writing Avatar 4 because there's not 17 hours worth of work in that script, I'm sure. Oh, rant over. So back onto the list, um, we have the second best, in my view, 
directed Quentin Tarantino script, the first being True Romance, which we have on 4K, thanks to Arrow, Natural Born Killers. What the hell, Warner Brothers? Um, they lost it through Regency because it's just turned up on Disney Plus in the UK this week on Star. So Disney have the rights to Natural Born Killers now, which is bad because it's the same HD version. It's the theatrical cut that's up there. It has the gate weave on it from the original releases. It just looks like a Blu-ray that they've just shoved on Disney Plus, which is great because more people watching Natural Born Killers is fantastic. I saw it in the cinema. I bought I now have two copies of the Pioneer Special Edition latest with the Nine Inch Nails video and the director's cut. I've got more than one version of the director's cut on Blu-ray. I've, I've got a lot of versions of Natural Killers, DVD versions, all these other versions, media books and whatever else. I love this movie. It is unapologetically evil and nasty and excess. It was Oliver Stone trying to do Tony Scott and then just pushing up to cocaine like insanity it's just so well done and it's not out and i don't understand why because the regency thing or whatever else um i know that through regency obviously we're getting world of prince of thieves coming out through um because they bought the rights to that the same with the ace venturas um last mohicans was a fox movie that they ended up with in the uk somehow for some rights issues so um, hopefully we'll get last of mohicans from arrow because they've got the rights and they can both cut same as they did with all the other films they've done but yeah i natural one killers is a weird one i don't see them releasing it like they did with um heat um although news flash if you haven't seen it on my twitter and everything willow is now in 4k it's in Dolby Vision, Dolby Atmos on um, Disney+. Plus. Oh, no, it might be 5.1. It might actually still be in 5.1, but it's in, it's in 4K Dolby Vision on Disney+. Plus. And I flicked through it, and my God, is it, it's actual proper remaster. It actually looks really good. Um, Willow's great. Um, obviously, because the new series is coming out and whatever else, but the things they own, they should look at preserving for their vault. Whether it's live-action films like Natural Born Killers, you know, it's not it's not going to be Cinderella in appeal, obviously. And they fucked Cinderella up with DNR anyway, so they could save that one. I want it. I want to have the films that I love out. And it's selfish, yes, but that's what these lists are. They're always going to be selfish. There's always going to be things that you want. That's how they work. Um... On the same theme, the third best directed Quentin Tarantino movie, um, which is one he actually directed himself, which is Jackie Brown. It's his best movie by far. It just is. Um, I think I'm on record with this. I think Spencer's the same. It's like it is it's exemplary. It, it is his best work. It's restrained. He did write the script on his own, obviously, it's an adaptation. So it's less um, Tarantino-y, for want of a better word. Um, Tarantino's not bad but unchecked as hollywood has shown i don't like hollywood at all it becomes very it's a nice way there's no nice way i put it very masturbatory he's just he loves himself he loves the sound of his own voice and he thinks he's the best thing since sliced bread which is hard to hear him slam people on the video archives podcast because frankly the people some people he's slamming he's done nowhere near like the quality of work that they've done so it's yeah yeah wind in a little bit but jackie brown's great it is literally great um it's another disney movie um maybe criterion could put it out because um oh it might not be disney it might be paramount actually i know it's touched on 
in some places, but it was Miramax as well, wasn't it? So I think it was released through Touchstone in some places. I swear there are Touchstone logos, or maybe the UK version's got Touchstone on LaserDisc. I'm pretty sure it is Touchstone. So Criterion put it out, you know, great. Paramount put it out. I don't care who puts out Jackie Brown. 4K. Um, I don't even care about extras. This one could be plain. They have nothing else on it. You know, I don't think there is anything on any of the DVDs or the Blu-rays or anything else. I own the Blu-ray of it because obviously his is the best film. I've got the lace discs as well, the PAL and the NSC. And I think I've got the DTS one as well, I think. Um, but yeah, it is, a again, one of my top films ever made. Probably in the top 20, not top 10. But it's it's a genuinely perfect movie in my eyes. I think it's brilliantly cast, brilliantly acted, directed. It's his best film, and he's gotten worse ever since, in my view. Um, not, you know, the ones after it are terrible. I like the Kill Bill movies. I like two better than one, weirdly. I know that's a controversial statement. Um, but, yeah, it's. I think a lot of stuff went to his head, and I think it was after that where it started to happen, and you can sort of tell. Well, I can, anyway. Uh, next one on the list is Manhunter, going back to Michael Mann. It's his... It's in my top 10 easily. It's one of his best films. It is a mood piece. It's beautiful. It's that score by Tangerine Dream. Same as Thief. It's it's gorgeous. Do all the cuts. Every cut ever. Studio Canal can put it out and do 17 different cuts as exists for this movie. Exactly. I think it's about six. I know there's, there's quite a few different cuts and it, it's debatable depending where you go as how many cuts exist. There was a Manhunter... Um, alternate versions website that was built. I think I had first heard about it on a podcast. I can't remember which podcast it was. Um, Matt Hunter alternate versions. Um, let's see if I find this website. It was manhunter1986.com. There it is. That was the website. It's still alive. Yep, there we go. Um, different formats. Don't I know what widescreen is? Thank you. Different formats. Different formats. Different formats. Different formats. Right, that's not telling me anything. I want different cuts. Uh, character soundtrack. This is me reading a website, which is obviously the best thing ever. UK TV broadcast. Well, I'm opening that for reading later. Video resources on there. No. Director's cut. Ah, several versions of Manhunter. Original theatrical cut. Showtime cut, which deleted scene with Will on the dock after she shoots Dollar Hyde. Second Showtime cut, which added another scene. Michael Matt's an asshole. Um, first NBC cut. Um, third Showtime cut. Second NBC cut. The hybrid cut. Arrange see this by Anchor Bay, and that's the version I've got on DVD, which is like the big boxing again. Um, it's a theatrical version on the 2001 DVD set. Emits some footage, theatrical cut, includes some footage of the director's cut. Director's preferred cut, using the Anchor Bay 2003 DVD. Um, next page. So how many cuts is that already? Quite a few. Um, no, that seems to be it. So what we got? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight cuts. Flipping hell, that's insane. How are there that many? But yeah, Michael Mann is worse than George Lucas. He doesn't leave things alone. So yeah, it's it's perfect for something like that. Do a deluxe box set. Scream. Studio Canal, Arrow, Imprint, I don't care, Umbrella, anyone. Deluxe box set, all the versions you can possibly get, whether it's seamless branching, you know, great, because they're not that different. 
Um, I want a full remaster. I don't want my command to go back and mess with it like he messes with everything else. The MGM Blu-ray, I will stand by. I think it's really filmic and really nice looking. I think there's versions out there. I really will stop yawning one day. Um, where people think it looks better on some Blu-ray, but I think the MGM original release, one with the horrible cover, I think it's probably the best looking. It's really filmic looking. So get that out there with all the cuts. I will be very, very happy. Um, I don't own the Shout Factory one because I don't like Shout Factory. Plain and simple. Um, it didn't do anything special for me. Um, and I think there were the Dretz Cut was an SD. Go back and do the work. You know, man loves messing around. Give him another chance to do another cut. Under the proviso, we can put all the other cuts out. That'd be fantastic. Let's do that. Um, and last but not least, have I skipped over everything? No, no, no. I haven't. Um, is Superman 2. I'm not going to even ask for all of them. I'm not going to ask for all the Bond films. Now, I've rewrote this list a couple of times, but Superman 2. If you want to do both cuts, the Donner cut and the Lester cut, do it. I'd be happy with just Lester. It was fine for me for 20, 30 years. It's still fine now. It's a bit of a black sheep, I think, because obviously Donna getting fired, half finishing the film, you know, and the Donna cut coming out. Superman 3's got its its moment. Superman 4, yeah, I'd love a direct, um, a direct set, a um, deluxe set. Do a deluxe box set again. Do another deluxe box set. I've owned most of the deluxe box sets, the Superman movies. Get the full version of Superman 3 and 4. Get all the delete scenes. You know, get the hidden version of Quest for Peace. Get all this stuff. That'd be great. Just put the work in. You know, Superman, the movie, fantastic. We've got the longer cut, well, the TV cut, rather. We've got the 4K with the original sound mix, which is gorgeous. Color timing, I'm not going to get into because I'm not in the mood for an argument with myself, apparently. Um you know, there, there are some great, beautiful things that are available on these. Get it all. People lap up Superman, especially in the place where Warner Brothers don't know what to do with Superman as a, a franchise and they can't get a new movie out or they can't start one or whatever else. Get new versions of these films. In 4K, you did the first movie. It's pretty good. You know, there are some issues that people have with it, but I think it's great. You know, you released the, the longer cut from Warner Archive, you did Supergirl, you know, you've, you've, you've done the work. Get it out. Get Supergirl in there as well, you know. Do a deluxe Super Series box set in 4K. But if you must do anything, put out Superman 2. If it's just less to cut, fine. I don't care. I want to watch Superman 2 in the best version possible. The Donner cut, yes, it is a better quote-unquote version. It's a shame they had to use the um the screen test and all this other stuff and there's some jolts and things i don't like some of the new effects and whatever else but on the whole it's great and it's superman 2 i mean going out on a high here superman 2 is great it just is even in both cuts it's got some really good stuff going for it. it's got some character development i think reeve is actually better in that than he is in superman 1 i think that He's more at home with both versions of the character and there's some great character moments. Even some of the Leicester scenes, I think, that work quite well. Um, whether one do three or four, you know, a big box set, it doesn't matter. Just please release Superman 2, Warner Brothers. You've got money sitting on the table here. You know people will buy it. You look at Poltergeist and bloody um, Lost Boys you just put out. People buy this stuff. People love the 80s nostalgia. People love these films. They still love these films. Milk Us Dry. You know, we complain about 
oh, they're re-releasing this, re-releasing that. And if it's the same disc in a different box that like Warner Brothers always do, or you know, all these other people always do, Universal, whoever. Yeah, get it. Fine. I, I'm going to buy a special steelbook with a version of the thing with all the DNR on with Blu-ray again. Uh, just not. I've got the 4K. I've got the Arrow version. I'm fine for the thing at the moment, unless Arrow release a 4K version. I'm not going to quadruple dip on all these things again for nice packaging. If you release it on a new format with a remaster, then fine. I understand probably the reason it not coming out is the fact that the Donner Cut exists. If the Donner Cut didn't exist, then it probably just lets this cut out straight away. I think because it's complicated and it's going to take time, what we might get is a Warner Archive 4K like they did with Batman v Superman of the Donner Cut warts and all because they can do it under Warner Archive because it's more specialist and we know what we're going into versus like a proper you know probably with horrible cover art version for the 4k um of the Lester cut because ma and pop walking into best buy for their new 4k like tcl and their 4k player or whatever else might pick up superman 2 if they picked up the donna cut i'm like what the hell's this why is he sweaty what's going on you know it's gonna be more confusing so i get that to a certain extent i really do however yeah, no, it doesn't really work for me. I think that it's not an excuse that holds that much water when you know that us, the idiots who buy your 4K discs, will just buy your 4K discs. Put it out there, we'll buy it. Unless you've done a really, really, really bad job with a remaster and it's covered with DNR or it's, you know, a special Richard Lester cut with Richard Pryor CGI'd into Superman 2 or whatever else. We don't like that but just release a nice version with the original sound mix, with the original color timing, with a nice 4K remaster, we'll be happy. We will be. So that's my top 10 at the moment. Let me know what you would like to see on 4K. Um, again, apologies for last week not having an episode. Um, this week, obviously going up now, um, Patreon will be getting something special. I'm trying to put something together. Hopefully that'll be up next week as well. Um, so they'll get two things next week versus the one thing. Obviously you get it first on Patreon. Um, whether it's by a couple of days or a couple of hours or whatever else, they always get it first because they are paying for the privilege. They are supporting the podcast with more than just the support of viewing and listening or whatever else. Um, I'm now available on everything. Um, iTunes, Spotify, Everything I could get on, I've pretty much got it on. So hopefully that's going to increase the viewership um, slash listenership. That's a word, I suppose. Um, but yeah, thanks again for listening. Thanks for taking your patience with me with no episode last week. Um, there will be an episode next week, definitely. And I will try and get that thing up to Patreon that I'm going to try and put together. Hopefully, no promises, but I'm going to try very hard to reward their patience. So yeah, um, until next week, um, this is Mike saying I'll see you next time.